Hey guys, welcome back to Chai Lab. We're on episode 14 with myself, Fultima. And your girl, Muna. And it's me, Labia. And last but not least, Naman. So, if you haven't been living under a rock for this past week, then you have 100% definitely had a conversation, if not many more, about the infamous show, Indian Matchmaking. And I say infamous because some of it is problematic, but it is also hilarious. Quality, quality TV. <laughs> I just love that when you go on Netflix, that's like the first thing that you see. Like, no matter what continent you're in, I think everyone is just seeing. It's very unique, the, guys. The funniest, the funniest thing is I started watching it right before I left. And then I got here and my dad apparently started watching it the same time I did. <laughs> and so both of us are watching it on the same, like, the same time. And he's like, what are the chances? And I was like, it's pretty hot. So you can pretty discuss high it. Seeing as pretty it's high. trending, but... <laughs> No, it's it's hilarious. So I think the reason that it's so popular is that actually either people are finding it incredibly hilarious or people are actually really relating to it. And I think for in our case, it's a mixture of both. <laughs> and there were some parts that you were like, ah, I didn't like yes, that. Yes, some bits were a bit... Not the energy, not the energy <laughs> that we want. It, it, we do not approve. I think I feel not like when I first saw the, t- the title of the first episode, Slim, Tall Slim trim and i was like what the hell what? have you guys seen that meme where it's like um i got rejected by indian matchmaking within the first three minutes because she was like five foot three two shots yeah. <laughs> so like we like the, come on if we're gonna actually talk about let's just start with the beauty standards okay let's just talk about it mm-hmm. it is huge all the discrimination that does happen colorism racism whatever we've talked about it all it is full of it in this show but what what was new to me was this like heightism like she felt so <laughs> Seema auntie from Mumbai felt so passionately about the girl being 5'3 and when she was like when they're 6 foot they need them to be at least 5'5 five five. I was like what do you mean at least 5'5 five five? I'm barely 5'5 five five. I try really hard to be 5'5 five five. I'm barely 5'3 what are you talking about 5'5 five five? <laughs> now you're cancelled <laughs> You're too short. Yeah. The, the exit is right there, Mona. You can't even go to episode two, man. Just, just stay, stay oh, in episode one. I, I feel like it, it, like really showed how much of it is like aesthetics. Like it's because she was talking about like, oh, like when people see them together, mm. like the man is six foot and the woman, if she's not at least by five, then it'll look bad. And it's like, it's so crazy because it's like, what at the end of the day is, does this height? Like, this woman's height have anything to do with whether or not she's, like, a compatible wife. But yeah. they're so passionate about it. It's very she's passionate. Like, or even, even the mom in... We'll, we'll get to Akshay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get definitely to him. Get to oh, my God. But even her, she just, like, was sitting there, like, listing off, like, height, this, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I've never thought about, like... You've never thought about being, like, height? Okay, no, no, no. I'm saying, what? like, my so height think being, about like, a sentence. problem... Oh, your height. No, no, my height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just kidding. Because actually, uh, I wanted just to make that point. Is we're actually thinking about this. Like, oh my god, they care so much about that height. Who cares if she's five three? But equally, all girls, like at least eighty percent, are like, we need them to be at least five eleven and above. So why are girls allowed 100%. to be heighted? Listen, listen. As long as he's above five three, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mona is setting the bar. Ooh. <laughs> No, I agree with Muna though. As long as he's like my height, why taller, though? Why does he have to be taller? Wait, so you want me to be? No, no. Listen, <laughs> let me just put it out before anyone comes at me and you're like below five five. That was not an invite. Like you do need to be at least five <laughs> nine and above. 
<laughs> no, but but uh, at least I confess that I'm a hightest. Um, oh, I'm right there with you, Fatima. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, the double standard is that if you talk about my height, I'll fight you on the <laughs> I literally will punch you in the face. The double standard is there. I'm not going to yeah. lie. But it. No, it's true. We have to be honest. We're, we're calling out people's double standards, but mm. this is a double standard that we have. We're annoyed. We need to get our hands on her bio data, guys. <laughs> her, her, her actual database. Every time she was yeah. talking about it, I was like, how do, How in the hell? What does the bio data have? Literally, Who I was like, hell? I'm sure. I'm no, sure. This is very height. big in... Um, it has the way it has like it has this is normal in asian um households though they're called cvs in the uk wow yeah yeah she was showing me a friend of mine like all these cvs of like guys and girls Mm -hmm. that the moms like literally whatsapp each other and it'll literally Mm -hmm. have a picture of you and then it'll say it literally looks like a cv it's a cv but about your life and it's like hobbies going out with friends <laughs> so, it's, but then, so but then the crazy I mean, it's, like a pro, it's like a date it's like a so it's, yeah. so it's a mismatch to... but in paper yeah well that's okay. essentially I'm what basically... steamer auntie is isn't it yeah she's like a walking little short Tinder. Indian version of like personification <laughs> <Mismatch>. of <mismatch. laughs> like, but it's, but it's okay so how did you guys though. overall overall how did you guys feel about Seema auntie did you do you like her do you not like her what, what I Seema auntie is not allowed into my guys, house how are you guys feeling yeah I will stay as far away from Seema auntie as possible <laughs> I think that I in all honesty I think that she like I think that she comes from a generation where all of this like colorism heightism all Mm. these things are just so blasé that like she's a very blunt woman like honestly i have to rate Mm. because she says it as it it is she's like oh you're from guyana bro no one's gonna like (laughs) oh you're a divorced woman with a child no one's gonna marry you life is life is difficult yeah she was at least she's saying it up front listen but the thing that i don't appreciate about her and like but that's Barnum. like every that's, brown auntie. Yeah, that's not her like speciality. Every brown auntie is really blunt and like to the point. It's like, we'll say it to your face. But I feel like, but I feel like she's actually saying what's out there, especially to some of the, I think, was it a one girl who was a divorcee? And she was like, yeah, you're going to be very hard to match because nobody yeah. likes a divorcee, especially if you're a female. Mm-hmm. But the child. Yeah. I think this was my main issue with the whole show as a whole. And it, it was kind of upsetting to see alongside the loss that I did have. It was like seeing it so bluntly that the way that Seema and even the other matchmaker who pretended to be so open oh and so God. chill, mm. they look at a woman based on her, her looks, like, just, just like very superficial stuff, like her looks, her like irrelevant things like her past. And mm. then, just because they've given them these points automatically. And she she talks about this a lot in the show. She increases or reduces, one, the probability of her actually finding a match. And secondly, how good that match is. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, whether she has the upper hand in choosing or not. And it's like, yeah. how are you going to... Because like, do you remember that last and The last girl? one where she was like, you, get, you, you have a probability of 95% yeah. and you get to choose your spouse. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Because... She was tall, slim, and trim. And fair. So if I was the opposite, I was short, um, not slim, and I was dark-skinned, my probability would be maybe minus 15. But she said yeah, that. if she I said showed that. up to see my auntie, she'd just be like, listen, Haiti, <laughs> door's right there. Like, probability would be zero. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, yeah. it's so arbitrary, and it doesn't like... Yeah. 
it's so sad and i think and i think the reason why the show like obviously it's like funny and like it shows it in a way but it's still like it doesn't it doesn't talk about it in a nuanced way like it Mm -hmm. just allows it to be Mm. blase allows it to just continue like be what it is it doesn't challenge it in any way because nobody like even when simanti says all those things like the person's just like ha 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 and it shows this like glorious lifestyle that all these people are living and it's like in a way, like, obviously it's being brought up, but it's not actually being mm. challenged in any way, shape, or form. And I think that's why a lot of people don't, mm. like, a lot. Because there were a lot of people that genuinely hated it. Like, they were like, this show is awful. And it just perpetuates, yeah. like, all of these things. And you know what I also found interesting? is like, you know, the 95% probability girl. So she was, like, you know, a really successful woman. She was born and raised in America, all this stuff. And yet one of the things that she said, and she said it so seriously, and she she highlighted it was important, was that he couldn't be darker than her. Mm -hmm. So Not too dark. Yeah, she's like, not too dark. And it's like, okay, so... It's not. It's not just Seema Auntie from Mumbai. It's. It's. Uh, it's, it's been trickling no, no, way down. And even not. like, does that mean a lot, are a lot of people in our generation I think, pretending that they don't care, but they actually do? I, I think that's the the point that kind of like. So you expect it from Seema Auntie, right? Because she's like this middle aged brown old woman from like a different generation. Um, but when you see it in like the actual um, people that that are looking for are looking for their spouses, that's more shocking. Like the colorism, but then also like I think it was Aparna. Um, yeah, <laughs> Aparna Aparna. is a whole different character. <laughs> but, is that the lawyer? But I mean, um, yeah, the yeah her. She's like, yeah, he has to be Cindy, and I'm like, you live in Texas, yeah. you live in like Houston or whatever. Like, why? What do you care about him being Cindy? Like, why does it even matter? But to guys, you? with mm-hmm. her, I feel like the whole show portrayed her as an uptight B, like a stuck-up woman who has an unrealistic standard. But personally speaking, I feel like her standard were basic. On. <laughs> Can I just like read something she said? She goes, <laughs> "What she, she is so." This is my favorite line of the whole show, was when she says, "I see my friends and they're with their husbands all the time," and I'm like, "Don't you hate that person? You see them all the time." <laughs> oh, do we have to see our husbands all the time? Is that a thing that people have to do? Because I'd rather not. I think. <laughs> Yeah, she's a mood. She's honestly a mood. So I think someone that is that confident within herself and her company and all that, and she's she just knows what she wants. She doesn't want to waste time. And okay, she might be picky in in some sense, like. But the things that they were saying was too picky. Wasn't even too picky. No, it wasn't. It was so basic. It was a bit. And why is she not allowed to be picky about that? But the other girl is allowed to be. But then that's the funny. But then that's the funny thing is we come back to again Aprana was a lawyer who is very strong, conf- like very confident and has a very strong opinion. Again, mm-hmm. because of those, she's seen as an uptight woman. Whereas the yeah. other lady who was more slim, trim, whatever, when she had the stand, when she her standard was he, be- he, he needs to be lighter than me and not too dark. That was, that was not offensive. Seriously. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's also like, I, th- I didn't really like the way that Simanti, um, dealt with Aparna because I feel like she was just she was already like expecting failure like she was like mm. Aparna is negative energy Aparna is mm, bad vibes Aparna's bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're the, you're the person that's supposed to be finding this person's like spouse but you don't even view them in like a positive way right and it was like juxtaposed right next to I can't really pronounce his name 
Pra, pra, I don't remember I don't the know. names. The jeweler, the rich, the rich, oh. the rich jeweler. Like she, oh, like he was so picky. But the yeah, way that he true. Was portrayed, even the editing of the show, it shows Aparna as this like monster, <laughs> but then it shows him like with all of his yeah, and, like in his house and stuff like that, like and a great bachelor. Yeah, and see, Monty, like the second that Aparna said that she was a lawyer, she was like, "Yeah, that's a lot of people." Would have she actually that in specifically yeah. said she was like, um, "People get scared of lawyers." Mm-hmm. She said lawyers, that specifically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting, but I think that's that is a main issue that that was going on throughout the show because she just brought down women all the time. You know that one that was from Mumbai, and she was like, she had that denim is that the brand. designer? She was yes. a designer. She was yeah. a boss, like <gasps> Akira. She was. I loved her. She was a boss, like she had her own business. She had so much confidence, and you can tell that she didn't wake up one day and have that. Like she really worked on it, and she got talked mm-hmm. down at so much throughout her life. She talks about how she was called too fat, too ugly, too dark. How she wasn't gonna get married. How she wasn't gonna. I don't know what because of essentially all these things about her, and yet she still comes out so strong. And then the way that she was just brought down consistently by and, Seema. And then the new matchmaker as well. The new matchmaker. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Whatever. Like, we need to be modern and we need to understand their personalities. But then she just went and basically told her, you need to be the woman and you need to do X, Y, Z. And you need to please your husband like this. And she still fought for her ground and she mm-hmm. was like no and you can mm-hmm. see that those insecurities that she obviously worked so hard to get over were like creeping back because like if you get told something enough times you will doubt yourself all over again yeah and that, that just made me so sad and, and you can like, see as well they just they obviously were judging her because of her appearance that she was not slim and that she was not fair and she was darker but she was and stunning. She was stunning, exactly. She was a successful businesswoman. But yet, they had the audacity to match her with a a person who was extremely older than her because they thought nobody else would match with her. But I think it also goes back to like how Seema Auntie views this person. Mm. And this is not just Seema Auntie, it's like matchmakers in general. They view you to have a certain worth and to have a certain like idea of who would actually accept you. Like at least like dating apps and like all these other things, like it filters it out. The for, algorithm. Like, the algorithm, whether or not it's rigged, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Seema Auntie already has an idea of what this person is like. And like on one hand, she does do her research she does Mm. go to the person's house and everything like she's not going into it blindly but i think with a generation of aunties like this i have so many like preconceived like notions of what a good match is they already project that onto the person that you're gonna that they're gonna match you with Mm. or even the way that she like gave nadia three choices And then she gave Aparna one and was like, oh, Aparna's too picky. And if you give her choices, then she's going to like, yeah, she's going to be indecisive. Like just making all these judgment calls, which I yeah. get is your job. But at the same time, like you're really putting value judgments on people that you don't even know that well. Like you're not. Yeah. And not fair. being fair. Exactly. And, yeah. and she, she, I noticed that she was only saying that the women were being too picky. Like when she spoke about the guys being too picky, she only said, oh, you know, they're being too picky about the looks, blah, blah, blah. Whereas with the women, she had more of an issue about actual personality I'm traits. I'm sorry. Like- she really emphasizes, I think, with when she's dealing with um the women, she emphasizes compromise so much. Like, yeah. The amount of time she says, you, oh, have no, but you have to compromise. Mm-hmm. You have to adjust. But she wasn't but saying that with the male. She doesn't really say that with the guys. She says, yeah, Especially, okay, you're being too picky. You need to make a decision. Like, it, stop. You need to make a decision. But she, she, she never says, like, oh, yeah. 
you need to compromise on this blah blah blah. blah. Especially remember um, remember the mummy's boy. What's his oh, name? Oh please, Akshay has no way. Like let's, come let's on. open up. Let's open up Akshay. Did you guys Dude, Akshay he is vomitrocious. Dude, the worst. Vomitrocious is the worst. Like She's, I my blood pressure is so high right now. <laughs> I literally like, this dude, I'm gonna flip my laptop. Listen, guys. <laughs> This dude actually got engaged and a day later broke off his engagement. Yeah, no shit. He's a child. And like, a, he was not apparently, ready to be married. And apparently, Seema Auntie was saying how he actually kept rejecting 100 women. That she kept sending their portfolio to him. Get the hint. He doesn't want to get married. But he yet, shouldn't get but, married. He was a baby. He doesn't know how to do anything. But yet, but yet, but yet he was not picky. His mom wasn't picky because they came for money. His mom... Every time she was on the screen, it made I me want to vomit. I literally want because vomit. because I was talking to my dad about this because it was a scene where like she was like showing all of like the jewelry yeah. and the clothing. She literally views it as, and this is not just her like, like, as a trade. And this is across cultures; they literally mm. view it as a doll, where it's like, oh, my daughter-in-law will love all the gifts that I'm going to give her in re- in exchange for her freedom and her <laughs> like for everything. Because it's like even the way that like she, she was, was talking about, yeah, she was like, oh, when you move into my it's house, my house, my house. rules, it's my rules. <laughs> oh my god, you know that bit no. where she was like my my other son asked me to make m- his wife more like me and I'm like so these mama's boys get so influenced by their obsession with not letting go of their moms that they ask their moms to make their wives like their moms like what Freud must be mean? literally fidgeting in his grave what forget is that? forget even that guys she remember she was saying to her the unmarried son that I'm actually stopping your older brother and his wife from having a kid because we're waiting on you to get married. I was like, what the flipping hell? When she told Seema Auntie, which I honestly rate, she was like, listen, my son's having his wedding in December. Figure it out. (laughs) I was like, the confidence, the confidence. Literally, literally. a random girl could be on the street and they'll pick her up and be like, ma'asalama, let's get married. If it fits, it fits. Do you know what the issue is with these types of mother-in-laws? Is they're so... They're always itching to get their sons married. They're dying for this woman to enter his life. And then when she does, they make her life miserable. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you literally practically begged for this woman. Mm-hmm. She was living peacefully before you stomped into her life. And now you're literally going to drag her. You're going to change everything about her to suit you and your family. Especially seeing as like, clearly Akshay is a man child and can't like live by himself. <laughs> he can't. And he so can't. like the daughter-in-law literally like has to like, I don't understand how that girl didn't have seven hundred red flags like the second i met like if i was her and i met akshay first of all if i met akshay i would have been like you have the personality of literally a wet sock of, like of i car- don't cardboard. <laughs> cardboard not even a wet sock like, like the sponge nothing. that cleans my dishes <laughs> like literally no no personality. no personality no. at all the first red flag should have been when she said that she wants to be an independent like like working woman and then he's like it cuts to him being like well, like, who's going to stay home with, with the kids? Because, like, I'm not used to, like, an independent woman in the house. Like, I'm not used to somebody, like, doing all these things. And he literally, like, he literally looked at this girl <sighs> and was like, oh, you want to be independent? And thought that was a bad thing because of the way that 
he views like marriage and everything Mm. because for him the women in his life are caretakers because he can't even wipe his own butt and so for his wife to even think about having like a job or like be successful in any way he literally blinked like three times yeah he was like Like, he's baffled and i was like if that should have been a red flag for somebody for a girl that wants to be like outside of the house and working it's insane it's really insane how this like this tv show just showed all of the flaws that we all knew about Mm. to surface does that make sense and he was kind of like yep people are stereotypical they don't they care whether you come from Mumbai or what is it called the what was Nadia from Guyanese Guyanese literally nobody they kept they kept saying to her oh you know you know Indian oh my god Nadia was my favorite can we just talk about how that guy was was trash yeah i felt that like, in my bones like vinay wait apparently on netflix they're um they're yeah, they talking about the, yeah, the debrief yeah. or whatever i'm excited to see no, the like, excuse he's gonna come up too. with yeah the, the funny thing is his first excuse was i was dehydrated and i fainted <laughs> seriously <laughs> oxen beloved someone said that to me i will come to him i'll drain every drop out of him and then and make you sh- dehydrated <laughs> i'll show you dehydrated <laughs> i'll ring you <laughs> excuse me drink some water and man up and come meet me <laughs> it was oh, literally i'm triggered all over again i'm fuming no but her, with her when she was talking to um, see my auntie she was literally saying to her i'm happy with any man who would accept me for who i am i am from yeah so and so places and people are very judgmental in terms of like when they find out they immediately cancel me um and it just goes to show like on on surface level like they are so similar they're like basically the same people and yet the one thing that is going to make some people say no is that your ancestry goes back to like guyana or something that not even that you're from there but that you went there and then mm-hmm. therefore your cast went down basically to do with caste right i mean well guyana is um it was a british colony right yeah mm-hmm. but I, i'm i'm not sure don't quote me on this but i think uh, what i understood from it was because her ancestors were taken from india and to guyana as to build up the british colony yeah. as workers yeah. that automatically made their caste like low or something i don't know so it's like but you live in new york or new jersey or whatever it is why do you care hmm. That, that, is, just you, you that, that just shows you that just shows that just shows you that society did care about that and that okay, no yeah, matter where you did, no matter you where you are from it's like yeah, it's really so is. ingrained in the way that like like labia was saying before like a partner who's like a lawyer in freaking texas i'm pretty sure there's not a lot of cindy people in texas well there could be but like <laughs> for her to sit there and just be like oh yeah like it has to be cindy like it just it baffles me because it's like it's Why? like we're you like expect it from the older generation but it's yeah. like jarring when it like when when it comes out from like a younger person cuz it's like wow but like, that's the scary it's still bit there, that's and a, it hasn't died out cuz that's the scary bit that we think that okay the older gen the younger generation are not all about all of this stereotypical that are uh, and our parents and our grandparents how were thinking before mm. but actually it looks like deep down that we do have those stereotypical we do have those judgmental um ideas and that is there it's just mm. we're not upfront about it it's like us with height yeah 
You with height, not me. Do you guys think? <laughs> That's because you you're five guys... three. Some of us actually have difficulty here being five six. Five, okay, we're still talking throughout, about height. Throughout this episode, I'm gonna add like half an inch to my height. <laughs> Do you guys think that? Um, say because I guess we're all kind of we're aware of the whole arranged marriage situation, mm. right? Do you guys think as like an outsider, say like you didn't like you only like arranged marriage for you was synonymous to forced marriage, how a lot of people maybe maybe even think that it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think that the show did justice to what arranged marriage is slash what it could be slash what it shouldn't be? I don't think (sighs) it did. I don't think it did. But at the same time, have you noticed, guys, that every episode, they were bringing the older couple couple who were married for 40 years. Yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah. It was very, I've, I was thinking about this a lot, actually, because a lot of the parents have met or like once or twice and then they mm. got married and they've been married for like 60 years. Mm. Is that because it wasn't an option for them to leave and they've just learned to adjust Accept. and yeah. become flexible, as you say, and, and just learn to coexist? But they also seem super happy. And Or is it that our generation is because we've got so much in life and we, we've seen so much and we know so much we are we have become very picky and so within our relationships they are less likely to last like 60 60 years etc because they back in the day that i would say that is a typical what you would think an arranged marriage is which is here is your husband you can chat for half an hour tomorrow is the wedding whereas in the in the show to be honest it portrayed it as the, the what actual arranged marriage is which is you just arrange the meeting of the people if you like each other okay if you don't fine you don't have to do anything about it although there is a lot of pressure behind it so i don't know it's interesting but then the, uh, but the but the show actually does not say that it's actually an arranged marriage they literally were like it's marriage and there's a love marriage and the the way they thinking was is that the arranged marriage was between families instead of two individuals mm. whereas when we think about arranged marriage personally when i think about arranged marriage i think about it is the individual first and then it's between two families that's what you think, but that's not what they think. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's weird because people... I think what does differ in the people that you'd get through an arranged marriage versus the people that you might meet and quote-unquote have a love marriage with is that the people that reach you through an arranged marriage that you will even meet are the people that have already gone through the screening that your family will accept. So if your family don't accept someone that is darker, that is not taller than six foot that it does not have a certain job you won't even meet them you won't even know who they are Mm. whereas if it was a quote-unquote love marriage it would just be someone that you've like stumbled upon especially when it's like the mother mother driving the process it it turns into like the guy just doesn't care who the person is Mm. right but if it's like if it's like the actual um the person that's going to get married they are kind of seeking this Mm. pathway of like not arranged marriage but this matchmaking sort of um highly filtered pathway i feel like that is more sort of hopefully more successful but yeah. let's just talk about what actually happened in the show. So apparently none of them actually are still together. Yeah. Yeah. None of them none are of together. Them. But like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being matched with someone. Especially how some of the girls, like they opted in for it. They wanted to do it. It was a way for them to branch out and meet people because they weren't meeting them through the arbitrary ways that they were already doing. I mm. don't think there's anything wrong with that. But the issue is that if you are going to go with that route, you have to be very, very careful who you go with because 
all these women, all of them, what amazing women, amazing, amazing women. Okay, some of them might be a bit quirkier than the other or, you know, a bit odd in some ways, but they're all insane. Mm-hmm. And they were all brought down in one way or another by Seema auntie. And even Nadia, who was an angel sent from the heavens, she was so cute. She was an all-round great girl. Mm-hmm. When she got stood up and she called her crying, she was like, it happens. She was like, it's like it happens. Just, yeah. just text him. Just see how mm-hmm. it was. No! The dude literally made up some BS excuse. Why, why are you telling her to run back to him? She should have left it there and then rather than get basically stood up again and again yeah, yeah. she should have just said to her look he's um he's not ready it seems like it i'll give you another match but she, she should have kicked him out of the matchmaking she, he needed yeah, to be she literally mm-hmm. didn't she kept saying you know what it's fine it happens sometimes and she did the same thing with all the other male the mummy's boy and mm-hmm. the the other bachelor who thought he was really up there and that nobody yeah. can compare to him to him i also i also think that it wasn't like it wasn't necessarily the most representative because I think they're like with reality TV, I think there is mm. an expectation that like things like you have this huge amount of pressure because all these people have been watching your relationship and whatnot. Um, and I think that like you're like you want it to work. And mm. it's kind of like those like reality dating TV shows like yeah. The Bachelor or Love Island where like none of them barely or actually last. And so I think I don't know if it's the most representative of like arranged yeah. marriages but i think that like it is true that like the women were definitely brought down mm. a lot more except for the only the only man i stand in that show oh is he was so he, nice guys, he, isn't vyasar he's isn't an he just angel. like a brown jack black like i just see kung fu panda he is he literally he really is. is he's he's indian seth rogan like the way yeah. that he like even talks it's so even even he, him he was so genuine even him she was like it's going to be very hard to match you and i was like what yeah he's such a nice dude yeah but he's a particular personality i think what that's what she meant by him she's mm-hmm. he is a very unique personality but i have a question about him like his his experience because i think that um his oh yeah that was when he broke when he brought up like his dad Mm. and everything like how much of how much of our like personal like our past or like our family history or any of those complications do you think we technically do need to share because i think he was very conflicted when he was meeting um Mm. the girl and whether or not he should have brought her up brought up that's a sticky one how much he because it's like at the end of the day you're marrying a person but like realistically especially i think it's safe to say in all of our cultures you're marrying the yeah family of course as well. it's difficult because with things like that like his dad was for anyone that forgot his dad allegedly tried to kill his ex-wife and so he was like in prison for 10 years or something mm-hmm. but i feel like if you're gonna marry this person you need to know about this Mm. like in a way mm. that like this is this is your life and so it's going to become part of my life and as someone that's going to share my life with you like i do think that you have a right to say it do i do you need to tell me from the first time we meet no that's personal to you you can tell me when you want mm. but as soon as you establish the fact that i am interested and interested in a way that is like i'm gonna i'm taking this seriously like we're gonna go forward with this then at that point you need to tell them you can't wait until someone is like head over heels in love with you like planning your wedding and then you being like by the way Mm. because it is Mm going to play a factor is that is that going to look bad on the person personally i don't think so i don't think that you have to agree to everything that is in someone's past yeah true you don't have to shame Mm. them for it you don't have to make them feel bad about it but i do think that you have a choice about whether or not you want that in your life 
personally. Yeah, I think the honesty is like really Yeah, exactly. Um really important. But like even the way that Simonti was like talking. But then it was interesting cuz it was like she was like encouraging him to like bring it up mm. to her but mm. then like with with Ankita she like they completely missed the ball on like letting her know that he was like previously mm-hmm. married like I feel like Even again with that there's other like woman they didn't tell her she wouldn't say much you know the guy the girl mm. that oh yeah the, the um, seat divorced girl and had a baby the seat yeah. girl she mm-hmm. wouldn't tell her like why he was divorced like I I don't think there's a problem if someone is divorced. That doesn't say anything about you. It doesn't say anything about the person that you were with. But I feel like if there's like a issue for why you got divorced, like say the guy was abusive, the guy was like cheating yeah. on her, something like that, that, that is important. Yeah. Yeah. But then I guess it's, mm-hmm. it's, it, you can argue also like that's the person he was and maybe he's not the same. You don't want to have that judgment. It's a difficult one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think like the other person has a right to make that decision in the end. Like yeah, they just well, need to be given true. all the facts. Yeah, and maybe exactly. they're, maybe mm-hmm. they're okay. They're willing to accept whatever. They're willing to accept your past. Then that's a person for you. Because you know? at the end of the day, you're giving them a CV with loads of information. Why are you completely leaving that mm. small information out? But I don't. I just think I don't know. I think going back to the double standards with like the the standards that we expect from men and women is that with him, she was playing off the fact that he didn't make as much or that he wasn't as ambitious or whatever, as if it was like fine, and it can be fine for someone. But she was making it seem like that's not that couldn't be an issue for some the, some girls. Mm-hmm. And it was the same with Aparna. We're like Aparna is so hardworking, so like successful like she literally her her job is her life and then she matched her with someone who is not ambitious literally to her face was like i'm just going with the flow i'm 40 but i'm happy living at home Mm -hmm. i don't see that changing anytime soon i don't know why seema thinks it's fine that this guy expects to be with someone who aims and thrives to be successful and works very hard to be but then she thinks she apparently is being too picky and the other girl that was with this guy by saying actually i don't think that you're successful enough or work hard enough how do you guys feel about that yeah i think it goes back to the way that like sima auntie views um views aparna like she views her as like this negative impossible negative like monster so she's like i'm just gonna match you with if you she for sima i feel like she's like if i can get a partner a match that'll be like the best day of my life like she literally set the bar so Mm. low and like even when i was watching with my parents they were just like a partner deserves like somebody like a lot more hardworking than that like she literally like her one thing yeah. was like somebody that is hardworking someone that's ambitious and Simanti was like no heart like she literally was like not feeling it I'm just gonna <laughs> you just whoever. no sense I just don't <laughs> it get made it no sense. you can't you just you can't tell someone who works so hard that they have to be with someone that doesn't work hard mm. especially you can not work want. hard if it works for you yeah. but it doesn't have to work for no, me especially if they ask for it right like it's a different yeah. thing it's like so maybe some people are okay with with their i guess like the whole double standard thing plays here too if like a guy is okay with say a um a girl that's not mm. super into her job mm. then equally it's like maybe a, a, a girl is okay with a guy that's not super into a job but aparna literally said like this is what she wants so why are you <laughs> yeah. denying her why are you denying her what you want <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a it's a tricky but how do you guys feel about the girls saying he needs to earn the same as me or more 
because I think Aparna said that? that. Aparna said that. I think, or she implied it, and then the girl at the, at end. the end said I think it. The girl at the end was like interesting. Uh, again, I feel like it's a basic to, to say, okay, I want someone who mm. is in the same level as me because you want to have a good future with that person. You want to be, um, you want to feel safe. You don't mm. want to feel like, okay, we're going to be struggling all of our life. But at the same time, it does seem a bit okay. I don't know. It's, do, it's, you, do you think so? It's more about like, uh, like a, for me, I feel like there is a certain level that you have to be just as, just because it is something that can cause problems if you if, like let's not pretend like when it is marriage that's why relationships change when they go from like a relationship to a marriage right it's because all these other factors come into it like finances and so it would it it is something that wouldn't be as much as an issue if you remove that from the equation but something that is like a curveball is actually okay you're not doing that financially great but you are really ambitious and yeah. you really want to work hard and you want to work for yourself but but then you but could argue know. life isn't about working and it but isn't it, about money so but i don't know i would have maybe phrased it differently instead of saying someone who earns more than me i probably would have said someone who's kind of like ambition who yeah, is someone, working yeah i don't want someone who's a bum to be mm. like to be living mm. off me obviously but mm. at the same time, I'd be like, okay, I don't care about his salary because I'm, I'm not going to be like, okay, what is your salary so that I yeah. can know whether you're in the same level as me or not. Let me make sure it's like 30% exactly. above mine. <laughs> but definitely to be, okay, ambition because you always want your spouse to have ambition. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe, again, Apana is very straight cutting woman. It seemed like it. Mm. And she was just saying Her mom phrased up. it nicely, actually. She said... Aparna works very hard. She's very successful and she did a lot to like get there. And so she should be, she said something like she should be someone with someone that can enjoy that with her, which I do get. Mm. I do get that. Yeah. I think it's also just like being realistic with yourself. Cause I think that like, um, a lot of the times, like, although saying like, Oh, someone with ambition and stuff like that, like you have to like genuinely sit down with yourself and ask yourself what yeah. that actually means. Cause sometimes, cause, cause sometimes if you're not like, what I like about Aparna is that she's like very upfront. Like she's like, this is what like I want. Like, I feel like if somebody was like, Oh, like I want someone that's ambitious. What does that necessarily mean because ambition means something different to Mm. each person and so if you if you go in being like it doesn't matter to me and i feel like i go into this a lot where it's like it doesn't matter blah 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 but then it's like you see it play out in relationships where it's like oh well actually it does like there are issues that might come up or if i expect a certain lifestyle based on the way i was raised realistically knowing that like this might change either i have to make sure that i like am aware that it's going to be a compromise simante's favorite word figuring out where and when you want to compromise i think is actually really important and even though she like pushes it on the girls a lot i do think that like her saying that marriage is a compromise is actually very very true because it's like you're bringing two people together Mm. that have a world of like experiences and it's not going to mesh together unless it like molds Mm. and i think that's where Mm. she's coming from but i think her compromise is a little bit too strong on like the woman being the one that constantly Mm -hmm. has to be i agree that you have to compromise in every relationship that you have in life like with your colleagues with your friends even with family you you need to compromise but it was just the way that she was basically asking Mm -hmm. girls to compromise within like fundamental aspects of their personality and with the guy (laughs) she was just like oh come on she doesn't have to be 10 out of 10 pretty she can just be 
nine out of ten pretty. Come on, compromise. <laughs> and they're like, hee hee. <laughs> yeah. Final, Final question. question. Would you want to say, okay, not Seema auntie, but somebody who say is from Mumbai? No, our generation. <laughs> As a matchmaker, would you be okay with that? Like, would you yes. go? Absolutely not. Seema. I didn't, say, I didn't say Seema. Hold on, so what? Dude, I, I said oh. somebody from our generation as a yeah. matchmaker, would you be okay with that? 100%. 100%. You bypass all of yeah. the BS that comes with not knowing so wh- everything so what, that a so relationship this is. is. This is really interesting because Seema mm. auntie, she feels a, like a, a foreign entity in our world, right? But there's Seema aunties everywhere in that gener- in, in the generations mm. above us. There were always Seema aunties. Seema aunties mm. live down every street. So do you mm-hmm. think why we're having this problem where it's like uh, the guys can't find the girls like you can't find your you can't find the person that you want to be with you think it's because of the lack of the sima aunties from our generation so shall i be a no. sima auntie for like, you guys i feel like we need sima aunties in our generation i think it's because labia we can do what we want but ultimately the stars are not aligned <laughs> <laughs> and we end with that <laughs> You're saying this, but actually, that's what online dating is right now, right? But no, but I don't, think, access, I don't think online dating, online dating but it is gives different. you access to people that you wouldn't necessarily meet in person. But and unfortunately, if you are online dating, the issue is that it's not as good a filter for you to filter out people that are messing around and people that are serious. Whereas with matchmaking, I feel like you approach a matchmaker with the intention of like a serious relationship that will ultimately Vinay. <laughs> jokes Vinay. Um, that will end in marriage, right? So I feel like you filter out a lot of like the BS. But then she it goes to show like not actually not all of them are. But it, but we do have Seema Auntie in each one of us. Cup, to be honest with you guys, because you do have the one friend who looks at you and then looks at one of her, her friends and be like, "Oh, I find you guys cute together." She's a matchmaker. Maybe she doesn't do it full time like Seema Auntie, but when it she doesn't have the bio data, bio data. data. <laughs> Well, sorry, but the ones that we know are not doing a very good job. Uh, Because I'm hearing really bad stories. Oh, I feel like I I should be a Seema auntie, but... No, I'm scared. Let's try (laughs) try it with you guys. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm all right. That's a hard pass for me. Thank you, Who did you relate to the most out of all the women, actually? Um, I think... I related to Vyasar, dude. (laughs) I think I I I would say... um, Nadia. Uh, why? Is it because she said that thing? The, the yeah, single, the, the quote. Thing. The quote. Yeah. Okay, then. Let me read it to you guys. The quote, okay? Mona literally texts the group chat, like, <laughs> crying, like, guys. <laughs> this hit me in the soul. No, I, I was like, I'm that... sure a lot of the girls will listen to this I and be literally like, oh. was like, I literally was like, ouch, why did this hurt? It says, I think it might be a little intimidating to guys sometimes that i am tall confident own my own business and do bollywood dancing and i have all these things going on but i fill my time so that i don't sit and realize how single i am Ooh. <laughs> and then i Ouch. and the funny thing is and the funny thing is not did it not to be honest with you, it's not just that I related to it. I can see so many of yeah. my girlfriends can relate to it as mm. well. And that's what hit the most. And I was like, ow. Like, you're such a confident, independent woman. Mm. And you fill your time because you feel single. Why did I relate to a partner saying, I don't want to hang out with <laughs> 
Oh no, I felt that. I, I was like, felt- literally, I was watching it with my sisters. They both turned around and started like, laughing at me because they were like, "Why is this you?" And I'm like, I just feel like I'm a mix of like, oh yeah, I keep busy. And then a mix of like, you'll get out of my face. I'm not going to lie. When I was watching it, I was like, I can see Fatima in up and <laughs> Don't tell Why? people this. Yikes. What if someone, what if my soulmate is listening to this and now is turned away no, from this? But, but in a good way, in a good way. How, do you know how she was so abroad about her, what she wanted? Okay. She was so I confident. She was confident, babes. <laughs> Except when she was annoying, and you can be that sometimes. <laughs> so basically, I'm ew, you like to travel. Like, you like to, ew, you like to job. Like, who did you know? Job? Wait, I was you, so mad that she relax. literally said that she was a lawyer. Like, she was a lawyer. Ew, she was you like, like oh, being a lawyer? She's like, you I don't love the law. No, no, but she, but like, for example, like you're on a first date, right? Yeah. And she, she literally <laughs> previously, she previously was like, oh yeah, like I was born and I knew I wanted to go to law school. And he, he said that he didn't even say his job. He's like, oh, I like the law. And then she's like, not, not particularly. No, but no, do you know the worst? <laughs> a part of, like you want to cheer for the worst. No, yeah. The guys, the worst bit about it. Do you know when they were talking about traveling? And then she was like, yeah, I've been to Dubai. And he was like, yeah, I want to go there. And she was like, mm, why? Yeah. She was like, why though? And then when she, he said to her, oh, I like how futuristic it was. She was like, yeah, no. You can go to Disneyland. It's pretty much the same. <laughs> I literally was like, you are so harsh. Her one-liners killed me. The way that she's like, I want, I want, every day I think about how I need to go to the, my 41st country. And then every holiday <laughs> she mentioned in the show, she was like, it was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> I just oh, a parna. I feel like we're all gonna become a parna. <laughs> Wait, so I'm a parna. Mona is Nadia. What about you guys? The man is that dude. <laughs> I'm the author, dude. Are you kidding? Dude, there's like nobody left. Labia. Me and Labia, Labia are the same <laughs> Ew. Yo, okay, can we talk Ew. about Akshay's cousin, please? Because she was weird. She was weird. I feel like they have something going. What yeah, they I like think, each other. I, I think he's going to marry his cousin. Yeah. That was just so weird. I thought so as well. I was like, Akshay's why would you want to be friends yeah, with that? Akshay's a lot. That scene of him playing the video game on his bed just made me want to vomit. Like, <laughs> it's just, just his face. It's just his face. As he was saying, literally. Could, as he was saying, I could never make my bed. And I was like, <sighs> anyways. He's probably waiting for his mom. <laughs> anyways. Le- okay, then. Last question for you guys. Do you, li- do you like um, Seema Auntie or you dislike her? Absolutely not. Do you know who I dislike no, more I than would... Seema Auntie? The other matchmaker who pretended she wasn't Seema Auntie and she was even worse and brought down that gangster of a girl who had yeah. her own business. Yeah. What about you, Naman? Yeah, I would stay as far away from Seema Auntie <laughs> as possible. <laughs> like, literally cross the street and run. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Love you. Yeah, yeah, no. Next. <laughs> Okay, next. <laughs> I think it's a next for us. Seema Auntie, we do not need your help. We will find Stay our in man. Mumbai. We will find our man our own way. Or die for Guys, why do we always appear desperate at the end of the day? Listen, you guys, first of all, you're making me look desperado every episode when I literally don't talk about this unless I'm on fucking live. I'm sorry. Podcasting. I'm sorry, guys. Second you of make- all, you call me a partner. <laughs> I'm just gonna quit. <laughs> you know that TikTok? Of like, of like every time Aparna says this, and it's like, eh. ah! Ah! listen, there's nothing wrong with Aparna. 
She is a cool woman. She's owning it. We're she a like part work of in the Bolivia salt flats. No, but seriously, um, no, I've but learned, like, I've learned, I've learned quite a lot from this. It's I very laughed, interesting. I laughed. I cried, and mm. I was like, you know what? Never again. Oh, can I just ask one more question? <laughs> what is okay. it? Okay. So, from all the guys, who would you go for? None. Yes, but sir. you know what's really sad is this is the really sad bit is that I would go for Vinny, and then I'd be really sad. <laughs> ew, yes, ew, no. And that's he the problem. Fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do I always no. go for the dehydrated ones? <laughs> Actually, no, the, the no, no, no. I would go for the. the <laughs> Ashik, is the it Ashik? Oh, Shaker, Shaker. Shaker. He, he was a square. Yeah, he was a square. He was. Because like, I love my job. I love my life. You are a burner. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you are a guys. <laughs> guys, did you see how he was packing his bag? <laughs> he was too much. Luna. <laughs> what did you notice about his bag? I, I actually noticed his the bag. And I really appreciated that this man knew how to fold his clothes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. None of them. Are you kidding? I feel like yeah. all of them are. Me, I'm with you there, Labio. Zero. I will never. No. No. I think, no. I mean, come on. Okay. Um, what was his name? Viaster, right? Viaster was cool, but I think that it was like too jokey. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's difficult to. Um... It's. I don't think he's ambitious enough. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying, guys? And she gets angry when I call out a product. <laughs> you yeah. make it too easy. I was trying to hold it in. <laughs> anyway catch us on instagram at chai lab with the double i we've got some fun stuff coming as always and stay tuned for another episode next sunday and also Eid mubarak because this should be Eid weekend unless something happens so yeah take care guys don't let your friends bully you into saying you're too picky like my friends are and uh, <laughs> and if you're interested in Chyla being the next Simon, just let, let us know. know. I'm I'm Stop. available. I can be your matchmaker. Muna, you're really stressful, no? Yeah, it is. But it might my eyes will be fun. Like Simonti's probably just sitting there, like Simonti <laughs> gets imagine, to travel. It's guys, a fun imagine, job when you're imagine, not colorist. Simonti actually listened to this episode. Simonti, <laughs> get out. <laughs> Go back to Mumbai. She would literally. Listen for two seconds and be like zero percent <laughs> chance for these four. <laughs> My binder is literally they're hopeless. I cannot find the match. They do not compromise. They're not flexible. They're not willing to adjust. They're too picky. They're too strong women. They would be scared of them. That's what she'll say. I feel like I feel yeah. like, and then we'll just be like, thank you. <laughs> we'll just go join the girls, and I'm sure she's gonna call Fatma egotistic. Like I, I, I feel like you're calling me egotistic. <laughs> Guys, that's I'm trying to that's wrap that's this up, <laughs> okay? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, say bye right now. <laughs> Yo, Muna's evil laugh actually scares the shit out of me. I get scared. Okay, then. Anyways, guys, keep doing you. Don't lower your standards for anybody. Be as picky as you like. You're the one that has to live with this person for the rest of your life. Like one of the girls said, I can't remember who it was. You don't get to pick your family, but you do get to pick your spouse. So shouldn't it be the most important choice you make? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And bye. Arrivederci. <laughs>
You know, you know what the worst part is. You know who said that about choosing their spouse? Like, Aparna. <laughs> <laughs> we rest that case. <laughs>